Hello and welcome to the 2K Fantasy Premier League podcast. We're on episode 72. We're recording this on Sunday night, just after 8 o'clock. And we're looking ahead to game week 15 and game week 16. Um, and the reason for that is game week 15 starts this Tuesday. That's two days time, 6 o'clock, with just before the Wolves versus Burnley game. And we've got Luton versus Arsenal later on that evening. And then the next deadline for game week 16 is Saturday. So that's next Saturday, 9th December. Normal normal deadline, 11 o'clock before Palace versus Liverpool. And quite frankly, Kev, there wasn't time to pod in, in between the weeks, right? Yeah, buddy. I was trying to explain to my wife. I was doing some mansplaining, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's what she called it. But I was explaining how weekday pods are like really hard for us because... I basically have an eight-hour workday, and you have an eight-hour workday, but that five-hour time gap, it's like, just add that on to the eight. So it's 13 hours of working hours where we're trying to, like, work around, and basically we need to do it during work hours or at three in the morning or some shit, right? So, yeah, it's I think only times work for it's if, like, one of us has been on holiday or something or been off for a day or two, and then it kind of works okay, but... I just yeah. kind of... I mean, I don't have a nine to five type of career. I have like, a, I set my own calendar. I book stuff. I mean, and last night, last week I had like two dinner events, right? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't take a lunch. I meet clients at lunch, right? So whatever. If I take an hour and a half on the odd three game weeks a year, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so Kev, um, I'm going to rattle through some team news. I've got a top 10. I should probably like have a theme tune for it or something, but I'm going to go 10 down to one uh, and then uh, straight into uh, di- differentials. So Sorry. you're not doing every team anymore, buddy? No, I don't think I, don't think I ever did. I was, it was kind of like, I kind of covered most teams, but yeah. I mean, I probably normally went through about 15, 20 things and I thought, you know, I'll narrow it down to 10 things that are important. Uh, it's probably no different to the other, other list. It's probably just a bit easier to hear, I'm hoping, if you know sort of 10, 9, 8, 7. Right, so yeah, in in at number ten, Brian <laughs> uh, Brian uh, Brumo got an early sub, seventy uh, eighth minute. It sounds like it was planned, uh, and I think there were three one up at the there were three one up at the time. But it's certainly worth having a quick list list of that presser, given he was like the guy that everyone brought in. Uh, number nine, your Sheffield United cheapies. So Boldock got injured. Uh, Arch was, yeah, he got injured after like 28, 29 minutes. Uh, recurrence of his injury from before. Archer went off at half time, and McAtee came on at half time. So, mixed, mixed, uh, a mixed bag there for you, Sheffield United cheap enablers. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, Matoma. He's back in the squad for for Brighton, and I assume he came on the pitch, but I've not actually checked. Did he go on the pitch, Kev? Do you know? Don't know. No, no interest in that guy. Everyone loves Matoma. He's been awesome for everyone. Has he? No, he hasn't. He's been absolutely terrible. Um, but yeah, he was on the bench. And I'm I remember sure. last season he was terrible. And we all were forced to keep him because of double game week planning. They had like yeah. three double game weeks. And then this year everyone got him. And it was just thinking like, but the only problem with that guy is that he kind of sucks. Like he's yeah, I mean, like finished. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I'd prefer uh, Dingra, uh, uh, Dingra at this stage personally over him because he's cheaper and at least you get a bit more out of him. 
the, the craziest thing about that team is Zhao Pedro, our earliest bandwagon of the season, like preseason into game week one. I think a lot of us had him. Guy keeps scoring. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like you just have to get past if they start or not. It doesn't really matter. Like you know, they're gonna get on and they might score in any game. Like Zhao Pedro yep. was on the bench and came on and scored. True, and that's they, they, kind yeah. of happening frequently with various players in that team. So yeah, I mean, that's he's like fair. five three now. I'm not interested in him, but it's just it's interesting. No, it is. Uh, yeah, he came on at the same time as Matoma. Both on at fifty seven. Um, uh, Cole Palmer on the bench. Came on in sixty odd minute, replaced Sterling. There was kind of rumours beforehand he had some sort of slight knock, but obviously not big enough to keep him off. Um, Can I ask six, a quick one? Sorry to on. cut, cut in. Uh, what what's the knock? Because I own this guy. No one. My my take on all this stuff. Just my so my personal position. I don't know what yours was, but I had Branthwaite first sub, and I know people were all pissed off, but my thought was like <clears throat> it's a win win. I'd rather these guys not be injured going into this busy-ass period. Like, we have very little wiggle room on time. We're going to get probably no pressers. We're going to have seven game weeks in one month here. I don't want injuries. It's going to be very hard, especially from like a five-point-whatever-million Palmer. It's going to be hard to move. Like I, I, I don't want injuries. So I'd rather that guy come in for a one-pointer and block my Branthwaite nine, I guess. I mean... Ultimate, yeah, I guess the Branthwaite nine's better because then you have like a hit in the bank you could use or something. But my point is, I just don't yeah. want injuries, so it's sort of a one uh, a win win that if he comes on. But I, um, but that no, kind of came out of nowhere, and I still don't know what exactly was wrong with him. But if he came on and played, he must be like sort of. It was probably hit. nothing. I mean, right, we also have to mem- remember, as we'd said already at the start of the pod, there's three back to back game game weeks, and this is the first one of them. We're going to get rotation. It might just be rotation because, you know, he came on for Sterling and, like, Sterling's a bit of the, you know, he's a bit of the talisman for that team, right? The fact he came off kind of tells you the, you know, the managing minutes. Um, Gordon was flagged with a hip injury. So he got hip injury tonight at the end of the match, which I hadn't noticed until I saw him flagged. So, sort of, obviously, that's a big one for those that picked up Gordon. Uh, And I think he's, you know, he's already moved up in price this game week. So people are buying him in. Number five, Cash and Diaby both benched, and they both came on the pitch. Uh, I think there was some Villa fans predicted that Cash would be benched. Uh, number four, Tommy Asu came off with a knock. Sort of, Arteta said it said it was fatigue, uh, and obviously White came on for him. So, as a White owner, I'm I'm hoping that might mean White actually starts on Tuesday because the moment it's been a bit of a disaster since I bought him in. He hasn't played a game. Um, number three, Bowen is up front after like. No. We kind of thought he was finished. Uh, and then the one that probably would have stung a few people had they sold him is Watkin was fit to start and he got the goal and assist, I think, Kev. Yeah. That would really hurt if you went off the news and decided to sell him. Uh, for, I think I think it, wasn't it? Blanked. Some, sorry. Go for it. Uh, some folks, uh, you know, that go on price change sites probably felt the need to move off of Watkins to get Darwin to get Isak before that, you know, price rise too. Oh yeah, Isak blanked as well, wasn't it? It was Isak e- or Darwin. P people moved it, right? Problem so. with Isak is that Darwin, like Darwin, has Sheffield United next. That could still end up winning, be a winning move for you off Watkins. So don't be too upset. Problem with Isak is he blocks Gordon, Trippier, Dubrovka, Share, 
with LaSalle's whatever, right? Like he's not like, there's so many other good forwards. So he was the least attractive to me. Not only that, but like Wilson could be back any moment. I actually did a little bit of analysis on Isak to see, is it worth it? Cause I, I saw a couple other smart folks were moving to him. I don't mean that in a dickhead, like people I actually care about and respect or whatever were moving to him. So I was like, Hmm. Okay. I'll at least look into this guy. Cause I do like him, but like when's Wilson back? I couldn't really find anything. It seems like it's a hamstring injury, which usually is only a few weeks, and he's already been missing a few weeks. But I looked at I, my analysis was this week's presser and last week's presser, and there wasn't any specific mention of him. So I, but it's just I don't want these like even Dubrovka. I need to know how long Pope's out for to do a little move like that, right? Like, is this going to be a problem in like seven weeks for me? Right? I don't want that. There's okay. Too much. Too many moving parts. So, so talk about Dubravka. Number one, the three point nine million goalkeepers. So, yeah. we have Saar off of the back mm-hmm. injury for Wolves, and Bentley came on three point nine million replacement. It sounds like Saar's not too badly injured, but Bentley did really well because he got a clean sheet in the sixty odd minutes he was on the pitch. Um, and then, as Kev mentioned, the big one yeah. was Pope dislocated his shoulder, uh, and. Dubravka came on for the last few minutes and he's 3.9 million. So, Kev, that... Yeah. Now, Dubravka is one of my differentials for, the, for this week. As I mentioned, he's 3.9. He's 1% owned. Now, I've done a bit, bit of research here, Kev. Okay. So, when Pope dissipated his shoulder when he played for Burnley, he did yeah. it at the start of August 2018. He had, he had surgery on it Ooh. and he was out for four months. Pope's already had a dislocated... Shoulder that he's had surgically repaired. I had this is the first I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had it, uh, but yeah. So it's a it's an injury he's had before. So mm-hmm. last time he had it surgically repaired, he was out for four months. But the interesting thing, further to that, Kevin, I mean, he was officially fit from like early December, having done the injury in early August. However, he never got back in the squad for the rest of the season. And Tom Heaton played the rest of the matches. Now, what I don't know, and I, I remember this happening and thinking it was a bit weird, mm-hmm. like the season before, like Pope was, you know, Pope was really, really good for Burnley's people know. But he, yeah, he, well, maybe it was after that. But anyway, Tom Heaton was like the number one guy. He's now reserve at Man United. But I thought it was interesting he never got back in the team again. That's obviously, but obviously, if, if he needs surgery and he's out for four months, that's taken us to what, early March? I think if that is the case, Dubravka. The Bracker is definitely the way to go. But whether or not we know that before Tuesday, I doubt we do. But it's certainly a guy that I'm keeping my eye, my eye so on. That, well, that's tricky because my move I want to make is... Sort your keeper out. Yeah. It's it's Rhea. And and then, okay, let me ask you this. Say we know the news and Dubravka's 3.9, whatever, right? Uh, let's say they're both the same exact price. Who would you rather have, Rhea or or Dubravka for, you know, two months? Uh, same, same price, price. Same price, Same price, Rhea. Same price, Rhea. Okay. Why is that? Because, uh, well, first of all, you have less risk in terms of, you know, at some point, Pope might be back, so it's a chance where you're locking in at some point late, later in the season. And... I think that Arsenal got better defence than Newcastle. And also, I just think, I also think uh, Ray is a better keeper than Dubravka. 
I mean, it's worth bearing in mind that the Bravka was the number one for Newcastle some time. The, the, I guess the other thing to think about, Kev, because I think mean, is Newcastle could, could buy a new keeper in January. Mm-hmm. Well, I was actually want. I've actually looked this up. Is David De Gea still available? I don't know. No idea, dude. I was, it, was more, it was more of a rhetorical question. I'm going to look it up. Uh, <laughs> he's, currently, he's currently a free agent. He's still a free agent. There you go. You could you could see them going like if he's injured, you can see David De Gea being linked. So that that that's that's the other thing is of course that that's the sort of the hidden the hidden yeah. option C, isn't it? That they they bring a new keeper in January if he's out because you know the, the Brack is a decent keeper, but they might you know they you know the Champions League they're pushing you know arguably they're pushing for the title you know so. Are they going to want Dubravka, or if they can get a De Gea or another decent keeper, would they would they go there? So. Potentially, it's almost January too. So yeah. my here's here's my additional little tidbit of information uh, that makes this a little more interesting uh, for you. I have two defenders already: Trippier and Cher. Do I want a third Newcastle defender? And also, as you said, does Dubravka make their defense shittier? So I'd be tripling up on a D by bringing in a guy who's who's making their D even crappier, like yeah. a triple clean sheet wipeouts. Also blocking me from a Gordon or an Isak or a Wilson. I mean, Ronaldo. Yeah. So I went Gordon this week, and you know why I went Gordon? Because he's fucking awesome. It reminded me, you know, last season whenever I went Almeida, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. it can't last. It can't last. I was like, hang on a second, this yep. feels awful, awful, awfully. Familiar Newcastle attacking player around six million quid that I ignored. I'm just going to get him in. It might not be the same, but it rhymes. He's, <laughs> he's on. He's on fire, and he looks good. And he's a fan favorite. And I mean, there's the song. I mean, I keep saying these comments in the group chat. No one's picked up on it. I think Harry picked up on it a year ago because I did the same thing before. But have you ever heard of Jilted John? He's from the UK. I think he was a guy that used to uh, like. I have no idea what you're talking about, but carry on. You never heard that song "Gordon" by Jilted John? Gordon is a moron. No, come on, sing it for us. Come on, <laughs> it, it. It, it, it sounds lovely. Just fucking look it up, man. Right, okay. <laughs> I a, look it up. Dude, every time I talk, I think about Gordon. The song loops in my head for like three days, dude. It's hilarious. Well, what I should do is like drop. Drop a clip into in, in into the pod somewhere and see if anyone notices. Can we pause for thirty seconds to let the clip play? I could just cut it in. Don't worry, okay. I can cut it in with, with my skills. Dude, by Spotify, um, probably, probably. I mean, it's on Spotify anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's it's it's, it's all roundabout. Um, so, yeah, but that sorry that that triple. Like the there's I would, a, I would, I there's a uh, what three Newcastle are the best three Newcastle uh, contingent. I, I would say the moment would be in. Trippier is a hundred percent must. I've compl- like three pods in a row now. I've admitted my mistake, and I've like not only admitted it but transitioned my team to accommodate. And I brought Trippier in instead of Mbumo. I fucking resisted. The FOMO, the BUMO and FOMO, <laughs> the MBUMO and FOMO. <laughs> and I brought in Trippier and I'm ahead. It worked. It's great. I think a lot of folks, even though Trippier's like, what's his, what's his ownership, dude? It's probably like 50. Like it's 49.7. I feel like most people still don't have them because they've got this awesome attack. 
right? But like, like Gordon's fine, way cheaper than everyone else, and fine, and it allows you to have Trippier, right? I mean, so I, I think he's awesome. number one. Probably should be top priority. Like, click on him. Look at the fixtures. I I don't know if you watched the the Newcastle Man U game. Like, very unfortunate not to have like a triple attacking return he game. He's a crossbow, didn't he, from the free kick or something? Oh fuck yeah, that was from on a sh- a char share whatever uh, foul that he drew. That would have been like the ult. I would have had the ultimate week, dude. <laughs> I would have skyrocketed in rank if that went in. A char assist on a trippier goal. Plus an assist later. Plus the clean sheet means he gets the triple bonus points. Fucking just classic. I mean, click on him, dude. Like, he's captain material. He's got 12, a 10, a 12, an 18. That's not normal shit. A 10, an 8, a 9. Yeah, there's some 1s and 2s and zeros. Everyone has that. Even Mo, even Holland. But, like, those aren't defender numbers, dude. I think he's clearly the number one Newcastle asset you need to get, even over a three nine Dubrovka. I mean, so, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been on trip here for a while, so I kind of, I mean, I, I picked up all those points that you said. I think for me, it's Trippier. If I if I had any three, it would be uh-huh. Trippier, Dubravka, and Gordon at the moment. But obviously, that there's an asterisk next to Dubravka on the basis that Pope's yeah. you know out for the most of the season. And there's obviously there's a bit bit of a risk next to Dubravka, but if I didn't have Dubravka, uh, it would probably be Shaw. So if you have, let's say you have Shar, let's say you have Lasalle's, let's say you have Isak, because I think this is where it's more important for this pod. Trippier is then a must. Like erase Dubravka from your head. Trippier is a must. Is it? So for these people like me that already have Shar or Lasalle's or whatever. Is Gordon or Dubravka the third that you need? Because it's not worth selling Shar, right? To get Dubravka, is it? Or is it worth or Lasalle's or Isak? Is it? Is it worth selling them to make Dubravka your third? No, no. I, I think. I mean, Trippier is the number one. He's the guy to get. I mean, the thing is, now is the time to make this keeper change. Like, how many more? twos and ones and threes are we going to get from fucking areola we're leaking points dude in the last like one two three four five six seven eight weeks you got a six so he's got one clean sheet against the blades like i don't know when does he play the blades next <laughs> like that's this other clean sheet he's gonna get we were even saying like oh he plays palace this week watch if you sell him this week he'll it'll be his one clean sheet nope <laughs> didn't happen you know, even Wolves at home, Wolves seem to score. I don't think they've, I don't think they've blanked in any game. I think they've scored in every game. It's like some weird Wolves stat this season, right? Like, I just don't see him getting any points for me. I, I feel like it's almost worth a hit to get Rhea in this week. Just one clean sheet from Rhea in the next three, four, or five weeks, the hit's paid off. Because Ariola will not get one the way, from what I'm seeing. I'm surprised, I'm still, well, as I said before, I'm surprised he hasn't been dropped. Um, I think yeah. we probably, I think we probably have got a keeper keep question at some point. So we probably, okay. Probably, I just, I know we spent, it. sorry. I know we spent a lot of time on Newcastle there, but like, I think this is where everyone's head's going to go here. Dubravka, this Pope news is going to break soon, potentially that he's out for a while. And I think rushing for Dubravka, it just, it's going to potentially block something and 
Reyes still may be the better option, or even maybe Sanchez for Chelsea. I know it didn't look that way today, but I, I, yeah, I still like Sanchez. So, um, okay, over those two, over three nine Dubravka and four nine Reyes. Yeah, but that's partly because I've got Saka and White. It kind of depends what happens with White, right? But if White and Saka were both playing, I quite I might be. I'm interested in like looking at Odegaard or yeah, getting Saliba as well. So it, it's it's similar. It's a similar conversation yeah. for Newcastle. You know, those keep are the those two teams that you kind of need to be strategic on using your three spots for. Kind of like Liverpool a few years ago, where like. Do I want to use my third Liverpool spot on this cheapie? It means I can't get Robertson and Trent and Mo. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so, Kev, I'm going to go for my second di- di- differential. Let's do it. Raheem Sterling. Ooh, I remember him. He yeah, he, he used to he got, hat- he got a hat-trick against Luton a while ago. Um, 7.0, 10.3%. Chelsea have just got a decent winner, winner fixtures. Simple as that. Um Something a bit different to, you know, an alternative to Mbumo, maybe, if you haven't gone there. And obviously, he doesn't blank, etc. And he's got nice, nice fixtures. So, that's that one. And, Kev, maybe that links to your first dif- differential. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the stupid thing so I can remember. The only time I have to look in here and then my phone freezes. Oh, yeah. How do you say his name? Is anything silent in this guy's name? I don't know. In Kunku. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty certain that's wrong, but I'm not going to try and correct in you, Kunku. but carry on. Either the N or the K must be silent there. And, all right, so everybody knows in Kunku, everybody's favorite Chelsea's 7.3 million asset. 0.6% own, which drew me to him. But, like, he's pretty much, like, about to play, right? Like, he's yeah. in full training. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's worth bearing in mind. The, sorry, go ahead. It's worth bearing in mind that Broya came on uh, today on 80th. He got injured, I think. Did he get injured? At, what after I he came saw, on? Let me put it this way: I was at my uh, daughter's hockey practice, and like my phone buzzed because I guess I think Alvarez got an assist or something. You know what I mean? Like you have your yeah. players. I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh, it's just my fucking FPL. Like, but then I clicked on it, and then I quickly check everything because you're in the app just to see. And and when I went into the Chelsea match, it said, game pause because of injury, bro, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, so that's all I know. Okay, fair enough. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think he's a good choice anyway. I, I like him as a player. And obviously, is the fixture point applies here as well. Big question is, will he take penalties off Palmer, right? Palmer hasn't missed. Of course, today there was a penalty, but Palmer wasn't on yet. Enzo took it. So, you know, the open play stats from Palmer aren't great. He actually gets quite a few shots and, like, is involved and, for the most part, has played close to 90 minutes. I just – it's 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 a confusing time when you get into this congestion period because different managers approach it different ways by the, 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 yeah. the way they try to rotate the players. And you don't know if it's like a, well, I want Palmer versus uh, – like, strategically versus this team we're going to play on Tuesday or something or, or I want um, – or he's, he pissed me off because of something or or just, you know, he's he's got this knock or whatever, right? Like same with Diaby, same with other players. You just don't know. The only thing that surprised me at all that this week was the Watkins thing. He ended up playing, but he played like the whole game. <laughs> so like obviously he's fine. Like they didn't okay. even take him out early to rest him for the next game. And, and the next two matches are City and Arsenal. So, But yeah, I think in Kunku, I mean – 
I wouldn't pick this until later, but I'm trying to make my differentials players I might actually pick. Right, I changed yeah. from picking the lowest percentage. So the fact talking is, about that, Kev, yeah. and your second differential, you won't. Yeah, though. I actually have right. Yeah, Branthwaite. That's so you picked up. I was trying to do the like lure it back and then transition, and you picked up on that. That's good. Yeah, four one nine pointer, first sub. Love it. Not pissed off. Love it. I want a good bench right now. I want a good bench. I don't want injuries. I didn't want Palmer to not come on because he's injured. I'm happy he came on for one pointer. I don't want injuries right now. It was a win-win. Would it have been ultimately better if Palmer was injured and Branthwaite came on and I had you know eight extra points to take hits with? Sure, I guess. But Palmer's also like 5.2 million. Like, what am I going to turn him to? <laughs> it's not going to be easy. I have to shift my whole thinking. I like Palmer and I like Branthwaite. I think Branthwaite's definitely hands down the best cheapy player in the game right now. Like any position. I mean, not only is he absolutely, knock on wood, nailed playing 90 every minute, but like if they keep a clean sheet, he's getting all three bonus. He's getting all those underlying bonus whatever. Like there's no way, if the game was to restart for next season right now, he would not be four. He'd be at least four or five. Right? I mean, Kev, my, my only challenge on that is surely Dubravka at 3.9 is the best GP in the game at the moment. Is he getting nine points if they keep it clean? It was, it's just, it was a joke. Sorry. It was a very bad, I bad joke. Yeah. I, I mean, Branthwaite at 4, 4 1, whatever he is, he's 4 for me. So he's got to be max. I think he's 4 1. I mean, so, yeah. he's the best. He's the best fodder in the game. Like, you can actually start them against like, and the way their schedule goes is nice too. It's not just like all the good games are at once. And then all the poor games are at once. It's sort of like good game, shitty game, good game, shitty game, good game, shitty game. So you kind of like, you can, he's going to be in play for you every other week as an option to even potentially start if you get an injury or something. And he's not the kind, he's the kind of guy that even in this congested periods, probably going to play 90 minutes every game. So he's great. Agree. No, I like that. Um, so, Kev, I'm going to ask you a question of the week. Oh, forgot you we, did that. I'll, I'll then do clean sheet odds. You can do like captain, that. and then you can answer my question of the week, and then we'll jump into other questions. Okay. Um, which Premier League player has scored the most penalties this season? Fuck. I'll let, I'll let you ponder that, and we'll come back to that. Right. So, clean sheet odds. I've got game week 15 and game week 16 here, Kev. So, I'm going to rattle through these. So, game week 15, uh, top of the tree, Arsenal 56% away at Luton. And then we've got Liverpool 48% away at Sheffield United. Um, and then we have two teams in the 40s, Fulham at home to Forest and Wolves at home to Burnley. So, I should say they're both exactly 40%, Fulham and Wolves. Um right. Man City are 33% away at Villa, which I thought was interesting. We kind of go show how people rate that Villa attack at home. And then, talk, talking about Man City, they are top of the tree in game week 16. Uh, a theme coming through here, away at Luton, uh, 59%, which is interesting because that's 3, 3% more than Arsenal have got away at Luton this week. So, go show the bookies still slightly favour the Man City defence. And then we've got three teams in the low 40s. Brighton, 42% at home to Burnley. And then Brentford, 41% away at Sheffield United. And then Wolves, 40% at home to Forest. So we've kind of seen, Kev, like the Lutons, the Burnleys, the Sheffield, Sheffield United, the Forest, are all attracting the higher clean sheet odds. 
Um, sorry, that's a lie. I missed yeah. one team there. Uh, Man United were also 40% and they're at home to Bournemouth. Sorry, I missed that one. So again, uh, home to Bournemouth and Forest, apparently decent clean sheet odds. Um, so that's clean sheet odds. I will stick them on uh, X as well so people, people can see them. But yeah, I, I always like the clean sheet odds. It helps me choose my right, what choose the defenders. So Kev, captain, game week 15 and game week 16. Uh, I, so this week it's Mo, right? They play Blades. If anyone plays Blades, you got to give them a shout. If a premium, one of the three premiums in the game, do you know who the third premium is? I'm going to say four premiums. I think there's four premiums in the game. Mo, yeah. Trent, yeah. Huh? Harlan. No, in general, not not this week. Like, who would you say the four premium players are this Mo? season? Yeah. Harland, yeah. Saka, Trippier. Yeah. I'd say Son for Saka, yeah. I'd say Son over yeah, yeah, but I... But I Saka's been delivering, but Son I would feel more comfortable with. Um, I mean, today even, it, like my big hang-up on him is no Madison or whatever, and he's not cheap, but fuck, he's... He looked really good, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth having for him as a fourth premium. That's a different debate. But my point was going to be on, on Blades. Like, if any of those four are playing Blades, that's a captain. I don't even care who Holland's playing. Holland will be playing Luton, which, again, not the worst team. Uh, it, it, Trippier, tri- it Didn't Trippier get his fucking huge haul against Blades? Wasn't that his three? Yeah, assault? yeah, that was nice. Eighteen pointer. Yeah, like the case in point, good. right? Like it's Mo week. It's Mo time. And the, what I would say is, uh, I actually sent my article to Geek early. Obviously, the kickoffs on Tuesday. So my point on Captain was like, look, it's Mo. I actually think there's a chance Mo gets rested in this game because it's if you're gonna rest your star against anyone in this congested period, like you look at the fixtures, like fucking blades, obviously you put the B team out there. So, so, oh, so, but I agree with you entirely. This is a Mo week. If if you're a bit really clever and don't have Mo, well, I was going to say that. What do you do? Well, I was going to say I think you 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 captain a different Liverpool player. Do you, who do you have? Did you go Darwin. for Luis Diaz? I got Darwin. Darwin, you captain Darwin. I think you captain Darwin, dude. I know that uh, Holland has Luton away. Luton are not a super easy. Available way. That next week, sorry, sorry, I'm looking yeah, at it. Harlan's got Bill away is not easy, and uh, I just think you go blades, bro, especially with Jota injured. I, well, I, funnily enough, Kev, I couldn't have my captain Don Band on Darwin, yeah, buddy. Yes, uh, love it. I, I wouldn't yeah. change that. It's yeah, either I, that or you take a minus eight to get Mo in. This is the week to do it kind of thing. The only, the only one thing I wanted to say on Mo, and I won't take too long on it, is just, um, yeah, maybe he gets rested, but it doesn't matter. He's going to be like 200% EO. It's irrelevant. If you go against him, it's a nervy week for you. If you own him and you captain him and he gets benched, don't be like, oh, fuck, uh, table for one and I want to quit week or whatever. Just whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Everyone else captained him. It's a, it's a wash. Except Chris. Chris is like, here we go, baby. Darwin time, right? But everybody else is like, whatever, it's irrelevant. So, yeah, yeah I love that. I love the Darwin pump, man. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, Saka versus Luton away or hot. I mean, if, if no, I didn't go there, no, I mean, my advice is not good. Saka. I don't mind. I don't mind Haaland away at Villa because Villa Villa seem attacking like Spurs. We might get some chances. Yeah, I guess Haaland anyone anywhere fine, right? Yeah, I don't mind it either. Uh, game week sixteen, then Kev. What are we doing yeah. then? Okay, so here, here's where Holland is away at Luton, and um, so my little thing on Luton is so before this week, and it kind of went into my not getting in Bumo analysis. Is you know everybody's spending all this Bumo, of course, and Bumo, of course, even though they're gonna have to. It's I, I bet you for a lot of folks that in Bumo transfer ends up in needing to take a hit somewhere else when they got to move them out later. But my, but like, yeah, he's got the blades fixture, but the Luton fixture, it's not great, man. Hasn't been great for anyone lately. And Saka away this week, I don't love it. I think they're gonna fucking close shop, and then it's gonna be like two nil Arsenal, two one. It's not gonna be five nil, four nil, three nil. Six one. Pardon? Six one. It'll be six one. That's your, that's your pick. I'd love to see that, dude, because I've got two Arsenal, and I'm about to get a third. So 6-0 will be better if I get Rayo. But my, my point is more, they're really decent defensively, right? And actually, I thought I, I think people that did the Mbuma move were probably like, oh, fuck, you only got one assist and then they got sub. Assist against Luton, who have only let in 16 goals in their last 11 games, is, like, good. There's only 1.45 goals scored against them a game, and you got an attacking return on the one. That's good. Right, they're not an easy fixture. So Saka is not a great captain last week, but Holland's a different story. Holland versus anyone, and also like, if Holland has a tough fixture, which this is not a tough fixture. My point is more Luton is not a dirt cheap easy fixture. It's just kind of middle of the road. It's like Palace. They're they're like doing well defensively. They're not a great team, but they're doing well defensively. But how Holland versus anyone uh, is is great. And then, but then, if it's against a middle of the road fixture, yeah, maybe you look elsewhere. Anyone else got an easy one? There isn't really one, right? Like I got a Bumo at Blades. Would you? You have a Bumo. Would you captain him at Blades over Holland, Luton away? I don't think you will. No, I don't. I, I think you might have been. No, I don't. I think I think it'd be my vice. This is partially what, like, I thought about this a week ago because, like, I'm not just some guy on a podcast trying to fucking have hot takes. No, nah, no, I'm not going to go on Bumo. I almost did go on Bumo. Like, everyone's going there. What am I missing, right? And, like, and like what, like, captain him against Blades? And I was like, no, there's no fucking way I'm going to do that. Ultimately, I'm going to go Holland. And then I don't really see anyone else. I think next week's, a, this week's a Mo week. Next week's a Holland week. That's as simple as that. If you don't have either of them, then you're looking at like Darwin or last week and Mbumo this week. That's where yeah, I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, the, cause I don't, that's interesting, isn't it? Cause I think Darwin versus Sheffield United, I'd be interested in, but Alvarez versus Luton away without Haaland. I'm not sure I would. That kind of makes sense. And by the way, Alvarez subbed not early, early, like there's a problem, but early, like we're resting you to start the next game. Cause you're super important early. Yeah. Jack Grealish on five yellows can't play. Doku came off injured, can't play, I'm assuming, especially with the short turnaround. So, like, Alvarez, Foden, Holland up front, Bernard, uh, Bilva. Like, we pretty, this is probably like one of the most known um, Man City lineups you're going to have in a while. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, so, Kev, penalty scorer. Oh, 
I'm going to go with uh, Douglas Louise because I know he's taken quite a few. I'm, I'm thinking Holland. I'm thinking Mo. And then I'm like thinking around the league and whatever. If it's someone from else, it's definitely not fucking Saka. <laughs> maybe Arsenal is a squad, <laughs> but uh, maybe it's Palmer, the outside dark horse. But I'll go Douglas Louise for that for that five six million guy that takes pens. So there's three players on in, on second place with three penalties. They are Harland, mm-hmm. Mo, yeah, and Douglas Louise. Fuck, it's Palmer. And number one. Cole Palmer with four pens. <laughs> At least I sound like I know what I'm talking about when I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, what I like with you, Ed, it's not Louise, it'll be Harland or Salah. And before you said Palmer, I thought, oh, don't say Palmer at all because that would be really funny. But no, you, 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 did, you, you did call him out. Um, and <laughs> Saka's got two. So, so yeah, but what's Arsenal got as a team? Uh, can you quickly sort that? Yeah, you probably can, right? All players, Arsenal. Well, Odegaard's got two, Vieira's got one, Havertz's got one. We've got six. Wow. Yeah. So if Saka actually was on pens, pens, he could he'd be, on, be number one, he'd, right? He'd be in four or five, yeah. Assuming yeah, he might have missed one or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> I, 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 he, wasn't, he wasn't on the pitch for the Vieira one, I would say. Fair enough. Uh, right. Let's go on to some, uh, I would say, better questions. Better, better than okay. the questions. I mean,. It's hard to get better than the question of the week, but yeah, let's get some better questions. I like our questions from our, what do you call we them, really or friends, or big circle of friends. Can I ask you a question? We don't do this, but obviously Geek does and other pods and shit. What the fuck does patron mean? What is a patron? Like, is that a term for something else before this internet thing? Like, is it, does it mean something? I, I never heard it. I, Oh, I think it means like, like you're a, you're in a club or something. I thought I, think, I, thought, okay. I thought I thought that's what it meant, but I don't know it. Meant, maybe I didn't I'm... even know. I didn't even know there was an e in it for so long. Patreon. I thought it was a patron. So, Kev, we've got a handful of questions here. We also got a question last week, which I thought was still potentially still relevant. Okay, was this the one that came in after from Mark? Yeah, he said, he said Slack, yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna go through Mark's questions from last week because I like them and I thought I'd pick one this week. He's so he said, a nice, fucking nice guy. He's, he does all the price change stuff and he's just before the bots took over. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> the yeah, bots took saying. your job. Uh, he said, Any plans to replace Watkins from Game Week fifteen? Now that was before the injury, of course. before the injury scare, obviously he's now fit. But I mean, I guess it's still relevant now because the reason he's asking this question is game week 15, he's got what Arsenal, game week 16, he's got Man City or something. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 15 City at home, Arsenal City at home. Key to me is home. So you're keeping him, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm okay. starting. I'm starting Diaby too. Yeah, I, I think I'd keep him as well just because he's got a really nice game week 18 fixture. And I think. A lot of people, if they don't have Watkins, will get him back in in game week 18. And it's kind of kind of comes back to your point before you, you end up doing a hokey-cokey with a guy that you want back in anyway in game week 18. Because I think he, he could be a captain favourite and you might feel quite exposed without him. You kick yourself for selling him in the games that he might still score in. I just think hokey-cokey. And I'll say this. I was making this big thing about Mbumo not worth it, but then I was thinking like we were talking about together on the pod was like, Oh, Holland out for a week. That's also a 
hokey cokey is probably not going to be worth doing, man. Like two transfers, anything else goes wrong. Each of those transfers turns into a minus four. So it's like when you do a hokey cokey, you got to think like, is it worth a minus eight <laughs> or minus four? Probably more likely. And it's probably not unless you're captaining some stud. And if you already have Watkins, you probably is the captain favorite that week with the best fixture. Like, I just think there's no need to do this Holland hokey cokey either, right? And and then the other thing that crossed my mind with this is like three, four weeks ago, we're in such a different place, dude. Like, I've now tr- made sure I've transitioned my team to get Trippier in. He's like the most important player I was missing and like immediately helped my OR. Immediately, right? Like, so three weeks from now going forward, who knows? So I don't want to be planning hokey cokey stuff when, you know, Dubrovka might be a must have or Rhea might be a must have. Well, everybody still has areola or something else changes. I don't even know about yet. Right. So I just, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's worth getting rid of him if he's healthy. And I, and, and the other point I make on him is like Man City, Arsenal, unreal uh, in terms of difficulty on fixtures. But they're not keeping, you know, 38 clean sheets this season. And if there's any game where they're going to ship a couple goals, it's probably going to be more to a Villa away, you know. They played Selhurst, is that right? Or is that a different team? Villa Park. Selhurst is uh, Crystal Palace. Palace? Sorry, I always mix those two up. I mean, I I don't. I just forget about Villa Park because you wouldn't miss fucking mix Villa Park up with anyone obviously that's Villa I just forgot about it but my point is like at Villa Park you know that to me is more the type of place and type of team that I could see Man City and Arsenal shipping a couple goals to where even like Villa sorry even even like Arsenal versus City they're gonna probably tighten up it's gonna be like a 1-0 2-1 where versus Villa I think Villa's just gonna fucking attack and counter and probably get some goals. So I, I'm not that, I don't even think it's, I, it's obviously a bad fixture, but I don't think it's worth like changing my team up for Diaby and Watkins because of these two. And then if you fast forward from 18 onwards, like, holy shit, dude, it's mostly green to like the next time they play City in game week 31. Like a long time. Like you're definitely going to be wanting Watkins back, I think. I would not sell him. In fact, I would be marking him in like he's in my team by 18. Because even though it's just one, you'd be like, oh, one week, 18, whatever. It's not. Like, scroll down a bit more, man. Like, the fixtures are pretty good for a while. In fact, they play Sheffield United again in 23. Within six weeks, they play them twice. And then sprinkle in Burnley and Everton in there, right? Man, you. Like, they'll probably score a bunch against them, right? So I just think definitely a hold, not a sell. And if you don't own them, like, how do I get them by 18? That's where I'm at with them. What about you? I'd agree with that. I'm I'm probably, uh, yeah, well, I don't come to the owning because I've got Darwin, Alvarez, and Haaland. So that's... Uh, have, sorry, Darwin, Alvarez, Haaland. That's fine, though. Would you sell any of those three for him in 18? I'm assuming Darwin, but I haven't... Just because I'm pretty sure City have... I'm going to probably do the Haaland, Koki, Hokey, Koki. Really? Okay. All right, buddy. Uh, but I think we've got a question that coming up, so we can go back in a little bit more detail on that. Um, uh, another question from Mark. What would, you, what would your, be your preferred Arsenal triple-up? So, obviously, Saka. Yeah. Uh, Saliba, for me, just because yeah. he's the most nailed. I mean, 
I'm thinking Zinchenko's looking a bit more nailed, albeit his defensive qualities were lacking a little bit at the weekend. Um, but I think Saka, Saliba, and then, I don't know, it's a bit like Newcastle. You, it's a bit of a yeah. top of the corner glass one. It's a bit like Raya or... Saka. It's Raya, Odegaard, or Zinchenko, the ones I'd look at. It is tough, man. I guess the issue with Odegaard is there's so many other good midfielders do you really want two yeah. eight million pound midfielders from Arsenal. I, I think I, I I think I'd be tempted by Saliba Zinchenko and Interesting. Saliba Zinchenko and uh, Saka. That's partly depends where your view is on the keeper. I don't I, I mean I like Ray as well. It's, it sounds like you're kind of similar there, Cam. No. Uh, well, Saliba and uh, Saka, yes. Yeah, absolutely. But I also have Saliba. If I didn't, you know, the debate for that number two is a bit more, but ultimately I think I'd land on him. I know he's a bit more than Zinchenko. I mean this like, like I love you, buddy. Not Saliba. Like, I, I, I thought you had Gabriel. Okay, sorry. Oh, I do I? Uh, yeah, sorry, I do have Gabriel. I'm a fucking right, idiot. Okay. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I did have Saliba earlier in the season. I'm happy. I, I'm not going to change Gabriel to Saliba. You're right. Yeah. Thanks for the only thing I, I, I wanted to say is just on the fullbacks. Europe. Oh, how do I sound? I want to say this does sound like a total dickhead to you because I love you and I value your opinion. But you, for whatever reason, your opinion on which fullbacks the best to own changes every couple of weeks based on like the current situation. And I don't think it's like a you thing on your opinion. I just think the fullback situation just keeps changing there so much every couple of weeks. And I just feel like because of that, it's just worth keeping away from the fullbacks altogether. I mean, I think that's you, probably you actually own white, right? Like you own this guy. And I felt the same way as you, like he's kind of like the most nailed guy. And like, he's at the top of the points. He was like, well, second, third, third I remember. after, I remember saying to you, yeah, he's been rested a bit. There's something weird going on. And I still went there. And then obviously they went, oh, you've been carrying an injury. I'm like, ah, well, that might explain it. And I was but it like, changed. Sorry to cut you off. The, the point is it changed. Yeah. And Zinchenko over the last, like, two, three seasons, even in Man City, which is irrelevant, but, like, seems to change. And I know fucking Ki- uh, Kiwiar, is that his name? He's, yeah. he's now injured, I think. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know. But like, he's not, well, he, he, was, he was fine at the weekend. You're thinking of Tommy Asu. Yeah, sorry. Tommy Asu went off injured, right? There's so many of them, bro. And they're all getting minutes. And it, Saliba is 100% the best defender to have. To and, and I know I have Gabriel. The only thing, at least with Gabriel, is he's way cheaper. Not just like a bit cheaper, like way cheaper. So, so, so are you suggesting that your third would either be Gabriel or Rayo? No. No, no, no. I, I would not bring in Gabriel. I just happened to have Gabriel. And when I brought him in, I don't know, he was so much cheaper. And, and like the fullbacks, the only fullback to even consider when I brought Gabriel in was White. And he's like 5'5". Five, five. So that was like a huge discount. That's changed a bit because obviously White's out of the picture now in Sinchenko. So, I, you know, as of today... Um, ignore the fact I have Gabriel. Obviously, I did because <laughs> I fucking forgot. <laughs> it would be Saka for sure, hundred percent. Don't give a fuck what his XAXG is. He's returning every other game, and even in Champions League, getting like double returns, probably on pens. Really good pick, right? Really, really good pick. 
like 200 point player a year ago, priced too low and still priced too low, I think. So he's number one, bona fide. We both agree on that. Number two, I think it's Saliba. I think he's definitely the best defender to get right now. Don't overthink it. Get the guy that plays every fucking minute. You don't want a problem with this type of pick six weeks from now. Get Saliba. Number three, to me, you're looking at Rhea, who I'm favoriting. Ultimately, I'm going to pick him. Jesus Odegaard. I'm not even thinking about Zinchenko. I'm just fading the fullbacks. That's where I'm at with with Arsenal. Fading the fullbacks. Okay, Kev. On to the next question, then. Uh, So, Mark didn't have Simicass. Had a boy. But he feels like he wants a second Liverpool pick. So he's got Salah. Would Trent be crazy? I think we chatted about this last week. And I I was... Yeah, I'm thinking about it if I can get there. Me too. I got the fucking Trent boner, obviously. When he... I I saw he scored a goal. It got changed to own goal. Then he fucking was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll score another one. I, I think... I was thinking about this. When Mo goes to AFCON, I think Evan will be on Trent for a period. Problem is, bro, and I thought about this right before he potted when I was doing my differentials. And first, I was like, pretty sure you did Trent a little bit back, which I think is cheating, but whatever. And secondly, I thought, no, Allison mm, just scored like two, call it two and a half goals in the last two games. I call that kind of like not uh, sustainable, <laughs> right? And Clearly, they got fucking dusted by not having Allison today. The comments I saw when I when I was reading on chats and stuff later because I was out kind of for most of the day was just like, holy fuck, Liverpool. Jesus, they're definitely missing Allison, right? Like Kelleher, ha, ha, ha. Remember when we were all talking about him? So I'm pretty sure, you know, Blades aside, Blades is a good fixture for anyone. You're not just going to bring in a player every week because they play the Blades. Besides that, like, how many cleans is he going to keep? Can you afford him and Trippier? Probably the answer to that is, you know, negative on both, right? So, I is he, he does he look confident again? Is he way more in, well, in on the attack? Could that cover the seven, six, nine, whatever million it is by itself? It's, it's more than that, isn't it? Isn't he like eight million in this game? He's eight, yeah, or seven, nine, or something. Yeah, like it's it's not worth it for me. Sorry, no. I'd love him in my team, but just I I, I think you can um, get there if you fade Mo or Harland, but that's a yeah, massive no thanks. That's a massive, that's a massive uh, risk. And then Mark's final question was: Should we keep in half an eye on the upcoming winter transfer window? I was kind of thinking about this, and Definitely. I think yeah, absolutely. I mean. Like I was saying before with Bravka, hang on a second, if, he, if he's the, you know, if we know Pope's out injured, you do need to keep an half an eye because if you go to Bravka and then they bring in a keeper in January, Dubravka's back to number two again and you've got a transfer to think about. So it's just, it is worth keeping an eye on that. You know, and like, like, like Chelsea, I said to you before, like Chelsea could buy a yeah. player that can replace anyone. They could buy a player and suddenly Palmer's on the bench or Sanchez is on the bench or, right. you know, Colwell, who's looked nailed on the bench. Um, yeah. Or, you know, they, they, they get a new striker and then Kunu, who everyone gets in because he's got great fixtures and he's starting, is suddenly benched. So you know, and Kunu, oh, whatever, whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, can I just also add uh, Fulham? I think 
Polina is going to go. I think, uh, he's, okay. I think he's going to go. And uh, like he was already gone. They were just fucked up on the last day. He's paid his dues. Fulham are probably safe because of him. So anything you think of Fulham defensively, just like get rid of that out of your mind. Number two, Dubravka, could he be replaced? Right? You mentioned that. Number three, strikers. There's always there always seems to be some center forward that comes in. Right? Like every I don't know. Just center forwards are the ones maybe that just get all the hype on mainstream media because of the goal scorers and the faces of their clubs. Yeah. Uh for Chelsea, which you mentioned. I mean, fuck, you might spend a hundred billion or or hundred million. Sorry, who knows? Uh, keepers. I feel like there's this trend lately with keepers like coming in at various clubs all over the place, not just with Forest, not just with Chelsea, but like I don't know. It seems to be a thing that people go and get it the deadline more often, uh, more frequently than they used to. And then Forest, right? They just the last two two seasons they've just been buying, buying, buying Awanis injured like i could see them buying as well not that they're on our radar you know liverpool city i don't think they're gonna get impacted too much you know man you i don't know they've been kind of through some turmoil this year they probably still need good cdms at that club same with yeah i don't know it's hard to say but yeah i I definitely have half an eye on it and it it's hard to say but yeah I, i definitely have half an eye on it and it, I think it's only worth sort of paying too much attention to on, like, the fringe players you're looking at bringing in, like, a Debravka. As, as, like, what's the potential risk there? Like, it's not zero. It's definitely a, a something. And then when you have a Debravka come in at 3-9, it's like, uh, it's kind of like Turner. It's kind of hard to get rid of later. You need to free up money. I'm not worried about Palmer just because about how much money they've spent on him. And he, I, think, yeah. I think he's, yeah. like, one of their good news stories this year. Like, I don't think just because he's 5.2 or whatever he is in the game. Or he's, I think he's going to play most games, dude. Okay. All right. I'm going to pick up some uh, Sandy Radford questions. Obviously, no pod is yes. complete without Sandy. Sandy. Now, the first two we've kind of covered to some extent anyway. So, he asked, what to do about Watkins and Diaby? Should we sell up now with two tough fixtures on the way? I mean, we kind of covered the Watkins point, and I think we both said yeah. if you had him, hold him. You, yeah. and, uh, I mean... I've got Diaby. I'm holding him. Um, and it sounds like you are as well. I think for the same I thing. I am, but can I just add something? Yeah. It's not as clear cut as Watkins. Who are you getting instead of him? Like, are you downgrading to Gordon to upgrade, upgrade your keeper to Rhea? Then maybe. Yeah. And Diaby just, Diaby just got benched. I, I, I think if I had no. Watkins and Diaby, I, I wouldn't be. I would be. I think DRB to another. I mean, I only have DRB, so I'm keeping him. And yeah. you have Watkins and DRB. I don't know. I'd be tempted to sell DRB, I think. The more I think about it, because do you want to keep him for after that? I mean, I think DRB to Gordon could, could be a popular transfer. Definitely. And one Gordon. that you might be considering, surely. So, two things there. One, what else do you got to do? How much more valuable will getting rid of fucking Airy, the fucking never keep a clean sheep Ola, be to go into Rea or Sanchez or Dubrovka be? Even one clean sheet in the next like five games to Ariola's like for certain zero clean sheets he's going to keep for whatever reason. This guy can't keep a fucking clean sheet. And to your point earlier, might even lose his job, Ariola, 
is that worth a transfer now to Rhea versus this Diaby move? Because the thing is with Diaby, he's not injured. Yeah, he was benched, but I think it was more a multiple game weeks in a row strategic type thing because he came on and got an assist, right? Tied the game up with his assist to get get a point. Uh, I don't think he's in like the bad books per se. I mean, he's being great for them. What's he got? Like three, four goals and like seven assists year year to date. That's decent. So I don't hate him. And then after this next couple, you know, Man City Arsenal again, similar to the Watkins point. Watkins is a hundred percent keep to me. Diaby is like depends on your team. Yeah, I could see you getting rid of him if you also have Watkins. Like Sheffield United and then all these green fixtures, it's fine to just keep them, dude. I would rather see you go like Areola to Rea or Sanchez or Dubravka or Turner to them and keep Areola, like what I'm planning on doing, and keeping Diaby through that than just like forcing it to Gordon. Because I could see Gordon also being a bit of a bandwagon where three games in a row he doesn't get any attacking returns. Or maybe the hip injury is a thing. Like it's short game weeks and this guy's flagged. That's not great. Right? I'm not. I'm not rushing to go to Gordon. I'm. I would. I'm open to taking a hit to go from Areola to, to to like Rhea because I think that'll pay off. So if going Diaby down to Gordon frees up enough money that you could take a hit to go Areola or Turner to Rhea, <laughs> I'd entertain that. But I. I, I don't think it must be selling. So the reason why I'm laughing is this next question is. Yeah. <laughs> If I have turned an Ariola, which he, uh, and he, he has, t- I have, he has t- turned an Ariola, but he can't get to Raya in one move, Kevin. <laughs> is there a good alternative? Or should I wait to try and free up some money? So, ironically, so his front line, he's got Watkins, Alvarez, Haaland, yeah, and he's got maybe. five midfielders too. He's got Saka, Salah, Palmer, Gordon, and Armand Diaby. He so, has Gordon? He only has Gordon. He, he, well, that he's makes it challenging. Good for you. He's got a front eight there that he's playing, so he could yeah. well sell like the RB, and maybe he goes to I, I'm not brought this through, but maybe he goes to like uh, a Dingra or something like that. You know, someone that's half decent that they can, someone yeah. that you can play in game week eighteen when Alvarez and Harland are blanking. Oh, you know how much he needs? Fuck, we should know Sandy's team inside by it. No, he, he only needs like to turn Arioli needs point two more, and to turn Turner he needs point four more. So he only needs yeah. a small amount of money, a very small amount of money. Um, or how much is Turner to Dubravka? Only like point one, right? Yeah. So, so his alternatives of Dubravka and Sanchez. We talked about that. But if you want to go to his question is, should I basically take a should he wait to free up money or take a hit effectively? And he could sell DRB and get a decent midfielder in. Still, did, he, go for it. did he fade in Bumo? Yeah. My my man, <laughs> sorry. I feel like I'm so opinionated when, when, on that. When the scores a hat trick in midweek, you'll have to apologise to him. Hey, Sheffield United, I expect him to get like at least ten points, or it's a huge fucking failure, right? Because I think you're taking at least a hit to get rid of this guy indirectly. Like I saw some other folks moved early on in Bumo this week, being like, "Oh, good thing I didn't take a hit to get Watkins." And all I was, or to get rid of Watkins to Darwin, all I was thinking was like, you, you're fucking lucky you went early on Abumo. Because if you had actually faded Abumo, you would have for sure did that. It actually worked out for you. And guess what? It wouldn't have been a hit from Watkins. If it was like Watkins is 100% injured, I would have went to Darwin, and I think a lot of people would have, right? Yeah. To me, the hit was Abumo. 
because you fucking went early. You got this thing in your head. Your ball's deep in fucking, I'm going to make this move. Uh, you know, Twitter's doing it or whatever. And I just feel like that's your hit. The, the, if, you, if you weren't all fixated on that, you would have just went Watkins to Darwin, no hit. Like a normal move. But you went, like, I've got to get Mbumo in for loot. Tough fixture. Not tough, but you know what I mean. So I'm happy that he didn't go Mbumo. And, like, I, I actually think he did okay versus Luton getting five points, like I said earlier. But Sheffield United, I expect, like, like if he got 12 points for Sheffield United, I'd be like, ah, that's kind of, like, you know, near as – maybe it could be more than that, 16-pointer or something, but, like, kind of, like, as bad as it could get. It could get that bad. It could be, like, a four-attacking return. They're, they're so uh, fucking uh, brutal. Uh, Oddly but I, if anything less than like a double return versus Blades, I think that whole Mbumo fade is a huge win. Even if he gets like eight, nine points on a goal and all the bonus and stuff, I think it's a big win because I still think I'm ahead by four points plus the trippier move, whatever. And I don't have to deal with getting rid of him later. And I've, I've already got the rest of my team sorted through this busy period. So I'm happy you don't have him, Sandy. So I, I'm looking at it and I... My, if you if you want to take a hit, or you want to wait, I mean the thing is he's got Ariola and Turner this week, and you know yeah. he's not going to keep a clean sheet, or perhaps he will, perhaps he'll save a penalty or something stupid. But I, I wouldn't be against looking at his team. The only okay, here's here's the real question. I wouldn't be against going Diaby to a Dingra, free him no. some money. I mean to be fair, I look at his team. I wouldn't do that if I was him. I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't go for Weyer. T- I would go. If he's there, Dubravka, and if he's if he's and if Dubravka isn't an option, yeah. I would I would just go Sanchez, uh, Ariola. Who's he gone on D? Does he have two Newcastle D? Is he he's got, got Trippier, Simicast, uh, Gabriel, then he's got Taylor and Kabore. Okay, so he could go Dubravka, I guess. I could go Sanchez. Uh, my, the big question to me is, besides Adingra. Who else could he come down from from Diaby? Because Gordon's the obvious one, but he and Palmer. It's six point one or less. So, so the players in that bracket are Douglas Louise, five point six. Yeah. Uh, How many are left? Sorry, six. Five point six. Wang, five point six. And then the only other one that's the only other one there is Rodrigo. But oh, he, Rod, Rodri, Rodri, but he's suspended. Oh, that's interesting. We missed that. Yeah, Rodri's spending yeah. against Villa. I mean, that 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 hurts Haaland, right? We know this from last time. And that helps Diaby. That helps <laughs> Watkins. It helps all them. And but obviously, Rodri not playing this week does put me up Haaland as a captain. Yeah, it's my blank, He blanked the both the two weeks Haaland wasn't there. Yeah, Haaland's not so, a captain. So Haaland blanked the two weeks. Obviously, Rodri blanked when he wasn't there, but Haaland blanked the two weeks Rodri wasn't there, I should say. When's Rodri back? He's just, just missed the, the game. game. It's a suspension. Because he's got... He, cause he's oh, got he's it's got a good game going. for FPL managers for him to miss them because we're not even looking at him as a captain this week. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, okay, sorry. Can I just... Can you clarify for me? So he wants to sell the obby down to get how much money to upgrade Turner to... He only needs point three or point. He only needs point three or point four more. To get Turner to Rail? Uh, to get turn, Turner to Rail, he needs point four. How much is uh, Diaby? He's got six point three to spend. If that's what you're asking. No, but how much is Diaby? To 6. me, he's six seven. seven. So I'm, he's okay. six seven. Okay, so and how much is Kudos? Because he was oh, only point one. 
he's the one guy in that range where I'm like, fuck, he scored again today, dude. He looks good. My guy. I, mean, I haven't owned him. I owned him in draft in one of my drafts, but like that's about it. But love him. Of course he scored today. He's like their new main guy over Bowen. Uh, yeah, there's not much, dude. I mean, you're looking at like Douglas Louise, right? Not yeah. same team. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. What about Ki Chan? What's your view on him? I, I I like him. He seems to be on form. He seems to be on pens as well, so that's not bad. I don't think I would ever love to see him starting for me as my problem. Well, it's like a, me- like a price thing and a. But, but you have to remember that thing. that he's got he's got eight starting midfielders and forwards anyway, so it's not as I if know. he's desperate for this. I, I, I actually Wait, don't mind the Douglas I don't mind the Douglas Louise because at least Douglas Louise has got a good fixture in eighteen. When Yeah, you're you know what? You're you're right. And you're getting a you're almost like you're like unlocking that Diaby money value, but not sacrificing the game week eighteen to thirty one unreal yeah. fixture run either. You're keeping it on him. He's got I mean, it's, not, it's, it's not a bad move, even if you not if you don't have to go for uh, Raya, because it gives up a bit a bit more money to maybe improve Taylor or Kabore, who you're gonna have to play in game yeah. week eighteen. It's just not sexy, is it? I mean, Douglas Luiz Suarez de Paulo, if I'm looking at his full name here, has two double digit returns, which is pretty mega for a five six guy that nobody really owns. Right? He's eleven point eight. Plus he's got some sevens and eights sprinkled in there. He's he's like the perfect first sub if you're the kind of manager that wants to spend an extra million on everyone else on your first sub. Which, he, you know, Sandy's kind of doing <laughs> in a bigger way. I would imagine when he brought in Palmer or Gordon, he's like, they're my first sub, five point whatever at the time. Obviously, Gordon's caught fire and you're going to play him in every week, which I think was his question last week. So it changes, right? So I, I kind of, so he, he would have the like trifecta Douglas Louise, Gordon, Palmer, fucking, ne- like, you know, end up in the insane asylum because he's never going to pick the right bench <laughs> out of those three, right? Guess which one's going to do the worst each week. But, but he probably benches, um, he'll bench the, he'll be at bench Louise next two weeks. So definitely. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't mind it, man. I can, yeah, I mean, I mean, we are telling Sand- Sandy to take a hit there to get him. I, I, I still don't. I think if you find out that the Bravka's nailed for a long time, I think he just goes to Bravka, and he still might do Douglas Louise to, uh, uh, to look, sorry, uh, Diaby to Douglas Louise later down the line potentially. Yeah. Just to free up, free up their cash to improve the, the defense at some point. Okay. Here, here's the only other one quick thing I want to say is is just Simon or Simone or whatever Adingra. Has yeah. not been performing as well as you would have hoped. But at least you've got playing ninety every week since like game week five. Well, Ryan's not been as good though, have they? No, I know, but still scoring. Like Jao Pedro's getting goals. Ferguson's getting goals. You would have thought this guy since game week five starting would have got more than just two goals and one assist. But, but the thing with the Dinger is, he's maybe he, he just becomes your first sub every week. That's not a bad first sub. Do you? It's better than McAtee. The time you don't want this guy to make your team is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Anyway, that's too bad. It's five million playing ninety. Uh, he could have. He had. He had cheat code potential, but no. But I'm going to pick up a Brian Phoenix question here. 
and then come back to a couple of more from Sandy. So, uh, is Sonna transferring for Bruno for fixtures? Um, he said he's got uh, 3.7 million in the bank and two free transfers. I'm not quite sure he's got so much money. I mean, without much money, perhaps he should be looking at like the Trippier move you haven't got him or whatever, or the or maybe the Trent move. But um, the, the reason why it caught my eye is I'm thinking about this, Kev. Yeah. Because I have Bruno Fernandes in my team, as, you, as you're as aware. Yeah. Uh, and I could go Bruno Fernandes to Son this week and have 0.3 in the bank, which lets me go Leno to Raya if I want to. Because Leno's got Forrest at home this week. So I might just I, might, I can live with a goalkeeper that's not rare for another week, for another game week, mm-hmm. and it gives me a bit of time to see if Dubravka is the real deal. If that kind of makes sense, a bit more news on yeah. that. So yeah. I, I'm I because I didn't realize that Spurs have quite good fixtures. Yeah, and you said they you said they look good today. Are we not? No, I said Son look good today. Oh right, okay. The ref, they're fucking ref. <laughs> anyway. Because um, they've got West Ham at home and they've got Newcastle at home, which isn't great. Then Forest away, Everton at home in 18. Because he could be a captain choice there, you see. When? In 18. Song. Everton at home. Yeah. My take on him, dude, is still if you have Bruno, I just, I, I would, and you don't have Salah, I would get Salah with that money, not Song. I, I can't I can't get to Salah very easily, and I worked out by the time I get to Salah. Thirty-eight game weeks, bro. You can. There's enough time. <laughs> but I worked out by the time I get Salah, we're going to go. We got head, heading off to Afcon. So I'm going to bother. Fair enough. Isn't so Son? I, doesn't Son have a tournament? He's going to. Oh, I have no idea. I should look into. Well, he's a fucking on the. I only say that because on the they had an article and Son was on the picture too. So I don't know enough about this stuff, but. Right. We 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 should. Anyone knows about that? Uh, send, send us a tweet. I know, I know, like Mbumo goes, which is part of my like. Don't I'm, why I'm not getting Mbumo fucking article. But I'm pretty sure I saw Son had to go to something. I don't know if it yeah, happened. Well, one thing I was to say, what I liked about Son was he's got a little, little bit. He's more expensive, so eventually I end up with enough money in the bank to buy Son uh, Salah when he's back from Macom. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, and and just for the record, like I know Son wouldn't go to AFCON but I just his picture was yeah, on an article of sort of an Asian of some sort yeah yeah, yeah would have to go I, to something and I don't know enough about that stuff but like I just find it odd these tournaments come up out of nowhere and I'm just like so ignorant to that shit I mean I don't even know like I don't even know if Harry Kane's doing well dude since he's left like if you're not in the EPL like I pretty much my give a fuck meter goes from like 10 to like 3 and below like you know, a little bit of Champions League, I'll pop in and see how someone's doing. But like, I as soon as you've left, like I just assume you went, you play golf now. <laughs> you know, I can't even look. So, you know, World Cup, Euro, don't care about anything else in that regard. Internationally, EPL, FPL, I'm not the guy that's like knowing what's going on in other leagues, other tournaments and stuff. It's obviously a huge hindrance to me, but. I'm in a WhatsApp group with some other people and whatever, and it seems to come across my, you know, get put in front of me on the table with enough time to make a decision. But by no means am I on like your level, Chris with a K, knowing about Europe stuff and international stuff. Okay. So hopefully Son's not going away anywhere. And I'm, I'm just totally I'm going to research that because I do quite like the Fernandez to Son move. But I mean, the, the, the thing about Bruno, I would say is, 
with a busy fixture schedule, and you know he's going to play 90 minutes every week. Or, and a lot of us, unless he's injured, he's going to play every yeah. week. And he's, you know, apart from when he gave Rashford the penalty the other week, he's on pens. And he's still ticking along with the points here and there. He's not a terrible pick, so perhaps I shouldn't be jumping on the Son bandwagon. Um, but this actually leads nicely to Sandy's next question, which was, what do you come and plan to game week 18? So, you have, I have three non-playing players in that week. I have Remo. Yeah, uh, Alvarez and Haaland. Um, but because I've got five, uh, because I've got eight attackers, my remaining players, I've got Darwin playing, although he's got Arsenal, which is tricky. I've got Saka, Bruno at the moment, Gordon, who has that nice fixture in 18, because I just look at 18 fixtures. Who in Newcastle? Yeah, Newcastle got Luton away, which obviously is an amazing fixture. Easiest game you can have. Um and then I've got Diaby, who has got the Sheffield United at home, which is obviously a fantastic fixture for him. Um, so my plan would be to play all those players, but make Harland Watkins, because I just think everyone else, I think I need Watkins that week. And I know, I know it's a bit of a hokey-cokey, but I'm like, I just need Watkins. And maybe it's also a chance for me to go Darwin to Harland when I, when I flip it back. Yes. Uh, I was, sorry to jump in, but I was going to say, it's not hokey-cokey because I think you could, there's something to that where it's like you move in one guy here for a week, but you were going to move him to this other guy anyway. So it's not like you're using two transfers. You're sort of using one extra transfer because you're going to do one of those moves anyway. Yeah, it's, it's one to think about. I need to look at Darwin because as good as he's been at certain points, he has gone 2-5-1-2 two, two, and he's been playing 90 minutes and you go in, oh, he doesn't score that many goals, does he? I mean, when he's on, you know, he's the sort of guy that will do that and will get a 20-point out of nothing, right? So you but you have to take the rough with a smooth with him. But, um and the question is, would he be as good when Salah's at AFCON as well? Which is obviously shortly after game week 18. Um, so that's that the other means, thing. Right after, right right after, after the blank game week 18, you're going to be like, how many of my players are at AFCON? And I exactly. think it's just Dembumo and Salah from like the main guys, right? There's maybe, I think, I don't know how many other players are going, but the list wasn't huge. No, it's not huge. So on the basis I'm going to have Harlan's going to become Watkins. That gives me yeah. two playing forwards and four playing midfielders. That's six players. That means I need four defenders. So my defence at the moment is White, Cash, Simicast, Trippier and the injured Gusto. Now, I don't really really want to play Simicast because he's playing Arsenal. Uh, I mean, obviously, White's playing Liverpool by definition, but I'm, happy, I'm more happy with White than I am with Simicast for that game. Uh, perhaps there's an Arsenal bias there. I'm hoping Cash is back in the team. Um... By then, hope it was just a rest this week, but I'm not quite sure what's going on there. So the short the short answer there is, I want Gusto to be a player that I want to play game week 18. So right. the player the player I was looking at, and maybe if I use my if I go for Son, it just kind of blocks this a little bit. Is Power because again they've got they've got that. Um, so who Spurs got in 18? They got Everton at home. I mean Everton aren't scoring lots of goals, so it might be a game they get a clean sheet. But Power looks so attacking. And there's not lots of clean sheets going around anyway, Kev. So I've kind of got my eye on yeah. Poro. Uh, and I can still go Gusto to Poro and still have enough money to go Leno to Raya if that's where I want to go. I'm kind of keeping that, those options open. And I might even go... It might depend on what happens this, this week as well, Kev, because I'm not sure if White, Simicast and Trippi are all going to start this week. But I think they will. There's no point me changing Gusto to Poro. But if, if I think one of those is going to be benched or whatever, then I might go Gusto to Poro yeah. this week. So, anyway, in short, I want to play four defenders and I'm going to go Haaland to Watkins so I can get six uh, midfielders and attackers playing. Um, 
But I'm in a u- u- unique position because I know a lot of people have got a cheapie like a McAtee or an Archer that they'll probably have to play in game week 80, which I presume that's where, where, where you're at, Cam. Yeah, uh, for me, I just have the two City players that are going to be blanking in 18. Yeah. Alvarez and Holland. The biggest challenge is they actually have decent fixtures right after. So ideally, I blank, uh, just bench them. Uh, this week, I want to move off of uh, having to play Areola each week. And I think that's even worth a hit. So the reason I say that is I don't need to take a hit to do it is if I do it right away and end up having to take a hit a week or two from now, I'm just going to be like, I'm associating that hit to that keeper move. <laughs> right? Because I did the keeper move anyway. And I think I would just keep pushing off and off and off the keeper move otherwise for the most ideal time. So I think I'm going to end up doing the keeper move this week. Uh, and then there's only like two more weeks. And I've, I've got Trippier in, was, which was my big moving my pieces around move that I had to do. I'm done. I'm happy. Um, and now I'm just going to kind of be flexible. The shittiest players on my team are Branthwaite, fucking guy from Sheffield United. I don't even remember his name. Mac, Mac, whatever. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Kabore. And all three have horrendous Game Week 18 fixtures, which is not ideal, right? So I'm going to need to play two of those spots as I bench Holland and Alvarez. Uh, ideally, I could move off of them, hokey pokey, whatever. I don't think it's worth doing that. Uh, credit to I mean, I mean, for making a comment on that, so... I mean, I mean, Haaland would be to Isaac or Wilson to any move for that week, isn't it? Because New, Newcastle got Luton because, yeah. I mean, Arsenal away at Liverpool, Liverpool, oh, by definition, at home to Arsenal. So that really rules out Darwin and yeah. hey, hey, Jesus, I would we'll, say. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, there could be injuries by that. But I just, I guess my point is I don't have a mapped out tra- transfer strategy past then at this point. But, like, you hear me talk, dude. I overanalyze the fuck out of anything. I'm well aware I'm just like purposely trying to be flexible. And I also don't want to like overcommit to upgrading the bench because then now I have too much money on my bench from game week 19 onwards. Right? I like Branthwaite and Kabore and Maka, whatever. Because, you know, they're cheap as fuck and they come, Branthwaite's getting nines and Kabore's throwing in the random assists and Luton are better defensively than you think. So, like, I don't mind these guys. I don't want to shift it up too much. So, I'd like to sort of make that decision closer to the date. Uh, but like making sure I have Holland and Mo and, and uh, you know, Trippier, which I do now for that time period, uh, and it just didn't like the overall basis of the game. The only other thing, you know, I was sort of thinking of is 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 just like, you know, what changes after that? There's Afcon, there's unknown things. I, I actually found an an article on Son here, so it says potential Tottenham games Son could miss in 2024. I haven't read the article because we're potting, but I scroll down and there's so many Google ads, dude. I'm Xing and I'm fucking saying no to cookies or whatever, like constantly on this dumb site. So I'm not going to read the URL because I don't want anyone to go here. But it's like January, Carabao Cup semifinal first leg on uh, the 10th of January. 13th of January, Man U away. That's, it says 13th of January or 20th of January for some reason, Man U away. Then Carabao Cup semifinal. Then Emir- then Emirati's FA Cup round four. Then Brentford at home on the 30th. That sounds e- uh, FPL-ish. Then Everton in February on the 3rd. And Brighton on the 10th of February. So it sounds I mean, like the range is from the 10th of January. 
Pardon? So, so that's game week 21 through to game week 24. So it's, it is the same as AFCON then. So I don't know how, what, like, again, hammer and anything. Don't know if he has to go to some of these, if how, I'm assuming the later dates mean they've done well, right? I'm just, that's just assuming. Yeah. But like, there's clearly something going on there for your Bruno to son move. Um, but yeah, man, I just feel like I don't want to overthink it too much, but everyone on my team, I'm okay with right now. The only thing is that I'm certain on is I'm going to move my keeper. And if it ends up costing me a hit later, uh, I'm comfortable with that. I'm not getting any clean sheets from my keeper. Don't know about you guys, but I'm getting zero for a long time now. I we talked about a few weeks back. I said, I'm not happy with my goalkeepers. I've got Leno and I've heard some people wanted to go to Leno, but I've got Leno and Ariola and I, I think I said it was three or four week pods. That wasn't it, Kev? I was going, I, I need to move my keeper. I think it's worth a hit. Of course, the second I take a hit to move a keeper, the guy sells going to get like two clean sheets in three weeks. Ariola, all of a sudden, West Ham start keeping cleans. But like, it's a it's an abysmal clean sheet form they run they've been on. And every single person, the, the only thing I'd say is the reason it hasn't been detrimental to everybody is because everybody seems to own these guys like Ariola. So it hasn't really mattered. Because we're all in the same boat. But if I could get Rhea or Sanchez or Debrayka... I'm also not necessarily convinced that Rhea's... I'm just going to look at Rhea's points. I mean, I mean, you'd probably be about 10 or 15 points, but Rhea hasn't got that many. Let's say he was playing instead of Ramsdale versus Brentford. But, but let's say we first brought up in game week 9 or 10, right? I can't remember sure. when we first brought us up. Let's, let's, keep, let's be generous and give ourselves game week 10, right? Yeah. Since then, Raya has got six, two, three, zero, two. So it's not as if he sat there with a stack. Yeah, but I, I would give him the. As I know he didn't play it, and Ramsdale got the clean sheet, but I'm going to give him the Brentford clean sheet too. Yeah. What okay. I mean by that is, yeah. like, he would have been playing if it wasn't Brentford. So call it two clean sheets. That's eight more points just in clean sheets than my current keeper, who gets none ever, and might lose his job. I just think my my point is more. I think it's worth the hit because I think this has to happen and we just have this thing in our head where we do not want to use one of our transfers on a goalkeeper because it's like, oh, what about moving Diaby out instead for Gordon? That's way sexier. <laughs> sure. But, like, when are you ever going to do this, Kev? So I just want to do it and if I pay the price of taking a hit later, I'll be like, you know what, it's probably not the worst hit to I mean- take. I think the other thing, Kev, is with the exception of Allison, who was doing fantastic with all these sixes and sevens, and you know we got that six when he did, when he didn't even keep a clean sheet, and he didn't even, didn't even save, save a penalty. It was just being Allison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was the only guy that's been like smashing it, but he's quite expensive, and a lot yeah. of people already had Salah and Simicast and maybe Darwin. You know, people already had some left for Liverpool, and it was just too hard to get to. Yeah, but but like had you know say Leno, perhaps you know say he'd taken off. I think people would have gone, would have moved to Leno by now if that kind of makes sense. If someone cheaper had, had, had rocketed, and that's it. I mean, Johnston kind of did that for a bit, didn't he? But he's sort of fallen off the radar as yeah, well. We all have. It's yeah. a lower clean sheet year. I think to me, the two, the two or three I want are the three we've said: Dubravka, Sanchez, and Rea. And I think I just feel like I'm most comfortable in Arsenal's ability to keep clean sheets going forward because of race and party and just the way you guys play. And uh, also the, the other thing to be said is, you know, 
Reyes the cheapest way to into that D to the clean sheet potential, right? I mean, Gabriel is, but I think they're the same price now. So he's the cheapest way in and like, my opinion, nailed where I can't say that about the rest of the Arsenal D. So he's a good asset from that aspect as well. Like you can have some Arsenal clean sheet coverage, cheapest possible way. Uh, and, you know, with Dubrovka, I guess you could say that, but I don't know enough about the, the injury and it blocks, a, I think, more of an important spot than an Arsenal spot. Like realistically, I don't really want to spend that much money on Odegaard and Jesus and stuff and fucking fullbacks, right? Where on Newcastle, I, I, I am interested in those other players. So I think Rhea is more of a suitable fit. And Sanchez, I don't know. I just don't really trust, trust Chelsea, dude, even with the good clean sheets for whatever reason. And they have they have Colwells and stuff. They do have affordable defenders. Uh, so to me, Rhea has that, like, what are the price of the clean sheet in other methods? And Rhea is actually the cheapest way into Arsenal's backline. Okay. So, Kev, you better, yeah. better do the last question. We should wrap up because it's got a yeah. fairly long one. Um, I'm really going to pee, dude. I've been holding it for a while. Okay, we'll keep this one quick then. So, final question with Sandy. Who are some under-the-radar players with good fixture runs coming up? Um, so, I know he's did well today, and that's not the reason why I put him down, because he's kind of he's kind of the guy when Madison's not there, but Kulu, right? Sure. They've got good fixtures. Um, I've got him in drafts, so that always, always draws your attention yeah. to that since that. I mean... Poro's the other one. I mentioned I'm interested in Poro because I thought... Oh, he's, he's, he's not unpopular, though. He's only got 13.1% ownership, though. He's not He's not massively, massively popular. But I think he's popular in the, you know, community or whatever the fuck it, we call in-game. I, I, I mean, the, the the other one of the radar, albeit blanks in eight, eight, 18, is Walker, which we talked about before. He's playing every week, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, mind you, he's not getting that many points. Um and I guess Newcastle have got good fixtures, but I'm not. I think we've talked. To, I mean, I mean, I guess the other one, or the other one is, he he got a lot of points this weekend. We didn't talk about him earlier. Is Livramento, Kev? Yeah. People said he was awesome, and he's four points. Yeah, he looked great. Yeah. But still don't trust he's going to play. What about Luca Dean? I mean, Matty Cash is out of favor. You know, Marino's just subbed in for him, but like, is 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 this like the? It's like I finally break. I don't want Marino anymore, so I say Luca Dean, and then next week Marino just takes over. Like he's close, so yeah, maybe that's horrible. But he got yeah. well. Luca Dean got subbed on seventy three, and I presume the Marino got the sixteen. Yeah, he, yeah. So he got subbed for Marino. They're like, like it's a void. It's a void. It's tough, dude. It's I don't know. Good run, like the Wolves guy. He, what's his name again? I always forget his name. Uh, Chan. Chan. Uh, yeah, like he's. No, Huang. Huang. He Chan Huang, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's like his fixture runs not even that bad. I don't know. What about Lacelso if you're going on Kulu? Guy's four eight. Fucking goal today was unreal. <laughs> it was so nice. Like I don't see how they can drop him after what I saw today. For Basuma or whoever comes back. So okay. maybe I think he was like a cheeky differential the other week, but I I think for me though, I'd look at when I'm thinking about my fixtures, when I look at my transfers now, I am looking at game week 18 and going, what game have they got then? And it's kind of like, why, you know, yeah. Spurs got Everton at home, Wolves got Chelsea at home, which is not terrible, Fulham have got Burnley at home, so maybe there's a Fulham player yeah. that's probably like a Fulham defender or something. I think it's I mean, like Solanke has like a big green run here. And like, okay. 
quietly fourth and forward. It's like it's just the fourth. Alvarez. He's having yeah. a good season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not that. I don't know. I don't want to like steer anyone the wrong way. I'm gonna like everything I just said. Take it like ten percent confidence level. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay. One thing that I would say is what I'm trying to do with my team right now. Like with your transfer plans. Because shit seems to be changing quick. There's back-to-back games. In, like Gordon's leaving with a flag on a hip injury. Palmer's injured out of nowhere. I don't know what's going on. Just don't plan too much. Unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Right, Kev. Buddy. Wrap it up there. I gotta uh, run. I gotta go pee. <laughs> so a lovely way to end the pod. Love right. it. Catch you Just later. Be honest, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.